Hello, I'm Todd Nathanson. And I'm Danny Roth. And this is Song vs. Song. Tonight's lineup, tonight's bout. We have Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Wanna Have Fun and Madonna's Material Girl. You know, I always say out loud which one I'm going to take, mm-hmm. and I never let you have the, the start of it. You Todd, want- what song do you want? I am all in for Madonna's Material Girl. Oh, uh, well, that works out very well uh, because uh, I one hundred percent just want to have fun. <laughs> so I'm going with Cindy Lauper. Don't we all? I, I mean, I don't know. Apparently, you're just um, living in a material world, you know. So it sounds like you like your weird existential crisis uh, just fine. You like I'd a be- song that even Madonna hates. She really does not like that song. No, we'll get to that. But yeah. um, all right. So you wanna? How do you want to start? What do you want? Well, do? you know. Well, here's why I picked these two songs because you know I've at the time 1984 the this Cyndi Lauper versus Madonna was like absolutely a, a very serious rivalry. Not yes, maybe I, not with them personally, but like I was alive. So yes, I remember as in, a person that was actually alive at the time. <laughs> I was alive. For like good old two months, but uh, I mean, I was like four, but you know, I do remember this as a thing that existed throughout the eighties. People had opinions throughout the eighties because it seems like after eighty four, Cindy that that race becomes pretty well run. Like, I mean, it does it. I mean, in the sense of like who won the pop charts, maybe, but like I do think um, over what person you identify with, mm, maybe uh, maybe not so clear cut. In my mind. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I picked it because I knew you were such a humongous Cyndi Lauper super fan. I love Cyndi Lauper. That is true. Um, I just think everything about her is great. She is a person that as an adult I look at and think, I wish I was more like Cyndi Lauper. She is a person who I think is worth emulating. She seems like a genuinely good person. Uh, I like that she is who she is and she doesn't really care if you like it or not but it's not like in a mean way do you know what i mean like i think madonna also doesn't care but <laughs> she's an asshole uh and cindy lopper has never really read that way to me I, i'm not a super fan but i'm close to it for madonna and you know i'm very intensely interested in her stuff uh her work her movies her everything and uh i would say absolutely none of the things you just said about cindy lopper like, I would not emulate Madonna in a million years. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't imagine anybody w- at this point. Yeah. In the 19, 1984, that would be different, uh, for sure. I don't think that it was quite out in the public eye that, you know, l- let's say if someone like, I don't know, Aretha Franklin were to pass away. I don't, <laughs> oh, I don't, think, in, I don't think in 1984 people were aware that Madonna would get up on stage and just talk about herself for a while. That and then be like, anyway, I love you, Aretha. <laughs> that was the weirdest thing I have ever seen. And yet so completely on brand for Madonna. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Yeah, uh, I, I, f- I think all of Madonna's biggest fans just liked her more after that. Because like, if you like Madonna to begin with. Yeah, I guess that's true. So, all right. Um, did you have any connection to either of these artists or either of these songs when you were a kid? Oh, uh, no. I came to these uh, really late, actually. I don't really have any connection to either of them. They're just damn good songs. I agree uh, with that I, uh, with that sentiment. But 
I have really strong connections to both of these songs, um, roughly for, I, I guess, in a way, kind of the same reason. Uh, I remember seeing the music video for Material Girl. Mm-hmm. I saw it. I saw her. I mean, like, I didn't have a concept because I was really young. I didn't really know who Marilyn Monroe was other than in right. the in the basic sense that she exists in the zeitgeist. But I certainly had a sense of Madonna because, you know, um, she had had a, a previous hit that had blown up pretty big. She had uh, several previous hits. But in particular, like, uh, a virgin. Like, a, like a Virgin was the first single off of that album mm-hmm. and was, uh, I don't know, kind of enormous. As I remember, it was certainly a thing that was like out in the world and kind of unavoidable. Oh, yeah, it was, uh, even by the time I started getting into music, really getting music as a teenager in the late 90s, like Like a Virgin and Material Girl were still like omnipresent. Yeah. Like, so my my perspective on the song was um, watching her with all of these men flocking around her in this really <laughs> cool pink dress. I absolutely in that moment wanted to be Madonna. And that was the first inkling that I was maybe not like typical boys. <laughs> like my mom really liked Material Girl and then all of a sudden didn't particularly like it as much because I think she felt kind of uncomfortable with the fact that I liked it so much. And that, like, I would imagine myself, like, I would pretend I was going down the steps and stuff, you know? And I mean, yeah. uh, it's fine now. Uh, it all worked. I mean, like, I suppose it all worked out. I did not become Madonna. I mean, like, I mean, I make a good we living, so I do, I do, I, I mean, I I certainly do value material wealth in a way, I suppose. Uh, although that song is supposed to be ironic, but we could talk about that later. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was a song that I really, um, I suppose my uh, my queer identity um, was, I don't want to say cemented, it was going to be there no matter what, but I yeah. certainly was aware of it uh, at a very young age because of that song. And it was a really, so it was a really positive experience for me upon first hearing it. And I would say Girls Just Want to Have Fun is not so different in that, like, once again, I also was like, I would like to be a girl who is having fun with these other girls. This seems great. Um, you know, and also Cindy Lauper um, just, had this particular persona, you know, I mean, like Captain Lou is in her, in her videos. Do you know what I mean? She was, like, like, she was a pop rebel. She like, was. She And not only was she a rebel, but she was a really like upbeat kind of fun <laughs> rebel. Like she wasn't like, a, she wasn't really a, like, she kind of made a sneering face, but it was like, even her sneer was a smile. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm sure Cindy Lauper must have bad days or be in a bad mood at some point. It makes sense, but like, yeah. I can't really imagine it. Yeah. And also, uh, I think it is worth noting that while Madonna had had previous hits, this was Cindy Lauper's first hit. Right. Um, she had not had like a really huge hit until that song, and it was a pretty big one. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I just I really loved both of them at the time. Like when they came out, they were definitely like Material Girl was a song that I sang along to at home. Uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun was a song that I looked forward to if I was at the roller wink. I was like, can't <laughs> wait for that song to come on because I'm gonna skate the shit out of that song. Like I am ready. It's a funny thing. They both came out around the same time. I think Material Girl was released as a single like a few months later. It doesn't. It was not actually a single till the beginning of '85. I mean, it came out in the album the year before. And here's the thing: they both peaked at number two. two. They, <laughs> yeah, both peaked at number two for two weeks. Uh, Girls just want to have fun. Was kept off by Van Halen's "Jump," which I think that's a pretty solid. You I know, mean, you got to lose to somebody. Van I Halen's, can't say anything bad about Van Halen's "Jump." That's a great fucking song. So no complaints. Okay. Material Girl in the early 
months of 1985, January 1985, kept off by one week by Can't Fight This Feeling by REO Speedwagon. Oof. Uh-huh. And, and by one more night by Phil Collins. Absolutely not. <laughs> wow. Wow. I mean, Ario Speedwagon is one thing, but to be defeated by <laughs> Phil Collins, I mean, like, he was huge. That's not I even mean, think not, about how long he was big. I mean, he got That's really not even big. one of his, like, biggest or most famous songs. No, no. I mean, like, obviously, Phil Collins' big hit is You'll Be in My Heart from the Tarzan soundtrack. <laughs> Uh, he didn't really truly come into his own until then. Until Tarzan. Yeah, that was really the moment. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, at least City Lopper, it's respectable, but that's embarrassing. Poor Madonna. R- r- really, mate- Material Girl and Phil Collins are like the two 80s as far as I'm concerned. Like the big, bright, flashy Material 80s versus the lamest shit 80s. With like the big sports coats and the oh man, there to me there's a million versions of the '80s, yeah. but uh, yeah, I can certainly see those as being two sides of an '80s coin. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, all right, let let's ad- let's address an elephant in the room. Go ahead. Madonna hates Material Girl. Now I don't know if she. I don't think it's that she hates the song particularly. I think that she considers it to be kind of repetitive, but her hatred of the song is because I think there's a quote out there where she said like when she's like 92, people will still refer to her as the material girl that she's stuck with this nickname for the rest of her life. I mean, that's, that's a hell of a nickname to be stuck with, you know? Yes. And, and you know, the thing about material girl is that it is, you know, if you've ever seen the music video, if right. you haven't, I guess I'll 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 I'll, I'll mansplain it to you very quickly. <laughs> um, one half of the video is her doing this Marilyn Monroe thing where she's wearing this pink dress and like, right. you know, she's getting all diamonds and stuff because diamonds mm-hmm. are a girl's best friend. But and that's supposed to be like this facade, right? Like yeah, she's an, an actress, at, and at the end, and at the end, like yeah. there's this guy who has been trying to get her to fall in love with him and he's watched everybody else kind of fail at it mm-hmm. and he realizes that like if he has a crappy pickup truck and gives her <laughs> a, like busted ass daisies she'll like that because she doesn't want to be she's not actually doesn't care about the wealth at all it's like it's like the thought that counts kind of thing which is yeah. really corny in my memory it's uh billy joel in the uptown girl video oh my <laughs> gosh yes kind of uh god everything about this is so 80s like even our love songs are about money yeah. Yes. And and in, and in fact, um, at the very beginning of Material Girl, there are two guys having a conversation about her. One being the guy who's trying to get her uh, to be in love with him, and the other is the guy who plays fucking Arliss. What Robert Wool? Yes, that was him. Oh my god! Oh, when, and whenever I see him, I think of Arliss with the double dollar signs. <laughs> so even that, that guy is terrible. I have never seen him be good in anything. Wow. Wow, that's mean. I mean, he definitely has a quality. Um yeah. and the quality is like he seems like a slime ball. Right. Like that's his thing. Uh so in my mind, good job at that. He definitely believed that that's true of you. I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> I, he wasn't I, he was like our biggest fan and now he's out. <laughs> he was like I, lo- I loved you guys, but now uh, you were you Arliss were, out. <laughs> you were great in Cobb. <laughs> Wow, really? No, he was actually really bad in Cobb. I but. was not. I just like, who brings up the, <laughs> the Ty Cobb movie? Um, you really have to be a big Tommy Lee Jones fan to, to bring that one up. Anyway, well, that's another podcast. 
But, um, you know, I went back and listened to it and both these songs, and I was like, wow, actually, these songs are not very similar, even though they've got the, the, the big, bright, girly pop songs. But no, like, they're completely, in my Girls mind, Girls Just Want to Have different. Fun is a very sincere, bright, happy song. Yes, and the other one is uh, is meant to be ironic, meant to be kind of a stab at materialism. Yeah, it's a very cynical song. I, I think Madonna said something like, we had these two singles, and they're both meant to be, like, ironic, because I'm not a virgin. Yeah, and yeah, that- and, and what does like a virgin even mean uh yeah. which makes yeah i mean like that's I'll, I'll, they had some thoughts on that in reservoir dogs but <laughs> <laughs> yes well anyway um yeah i mean like this is sort of the weird thing about it right which is that i suppose if you wanted to to stretch it a little bit madonna was attempting to make capital a art with her pop and cindy Lauper wrote a song that was i mean exactly what it says on the tin you know, and I suppose in a way it, it has a kind of revolutionary quality to it. <laughs> and it's like if you wanted to like have it, like it's very anthemic, yeah. you know, and like and it is a defense of women everywhere in a way, but in like the most surfacey way. Like, well, I, th- I will not be I will not be taken down because I just want to have fun. God damn it. And I will be having this fun. Well, you know, see, that's what I'm pro material girl on this, because honestly, I've never really. I've, I, Girls Just Want to Have Fun is a fun song, and I enjoy listening to it, but I don't know. I The, the sentiment always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Why? Because well, many girls are very serious. They're career-focused, and they they have better things to do. Like, yeah, but eventually you want you want to have fun. And you know what? Uh, you know, Women are often denied <laughs> fun, and they're like, no, I'm going to be having some fun. I don't know. I feel very... I feel pretty strongly the, that it is... Yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't like blanket statements like that. Oh, I mean, I don't I, know. I also want to have fun. What about <laughs> not oh, all girl? Hashtag oh. not all girls. <laughs> well, you really you got me there. Yeah. Um, you should write your own. Uh, no, I. Well, he, here's a funny thing. Dodds just want to have fun. <laughs> it's a funny thing. Uh, you said you know she wrote this as an anthem. Well, she didn't. I know. Yeah, she did. In fact, did not. Well, she wrote the the important parts of it because the original was by a guy. Yes, his name's Robert Hazard. I looked it up just before the, we started recording, and it's like a, it's, it was from the late seventies. It never got released. It was only ever a demo. And it's very you know punky and like new wavy. It's got harsh guitars in there. But the important thing is that it's by a guy, and none of the lyrics are different, and that changes everything. It's like because you know come in in the middle of the night and mom yells at me. It's like, well you know. What can I say, Dad? These girls, they just want to have fun. Yeah, that's a very different song. <laughs> I uh wow. The the ladies love me, man. I can't yeah. <laughs> Ladies love Cool J, except that his name doesn't start with a letter J. And it's and you know, Cindy Lauper changes it to be all she does is like change it to be about her and that is a completely different song. Yes it is. And I mean the instrumentation also is cuz it's got like that cutesy little synthetic that like Oh yeah, they didn't even have the riff in the original. Like do 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 And they didn't I I will say this, I don't know of many uh songs in the 80s or many songs ever that have a marimba solo in the middle. Nope. And it works in my mind. I love that. I mean, my criticism of girls just want to have fun is that it goes on a minute and a half too long. But that's just because you're the the goal is to dance to it. So that's why they made it longer. Well, you know, I mean, if we're 
we are doing the comparison, so I'm not sure Material Girl. No, Material Girl is also four and a half <laughs> minutes long. In a material world. They both should be three minutes long. They just both, like, wanna, The radio edit wanna. for both of these songs should be three minutes. And if, if those radio edits exist, then those, for the purposes of just listening, yeah. are great songs. But they're both way too long. Yeah, like you said, like I, you know, Cindy Lauper changed the entire meaning, and that's why she owns it. That's hers. And yeah, and Madonna also didn't write Material Girl. No, that was a that was also written by a couple guys. Yes, it was. And I, I think that's why she hates it as much as she does, because you know she doesn't feel like she owns it. Like she, that song, that song owned her really. Like yes, she, certainly. She, and she talks about it. He's like, no, I'm not a materialistic person. And you know, it makes sense that you would write a song like that in 1984. Actually, now that I think about it, like the fact that it was written by guys is so fucking dark and dickish. Yes, it's messed up. Those guys, uh, in that moment at least, are real assholes. <laughs> uh, I mean, like she also, at the time when it came out, defended it a little bit and did say that you know there is something to, and I agree with this, um, valuing uh, a person's drive and uh, ability to achieve success, um, and not just thinking in terms of like do. Do I have like this baseline romantic feeling for them because the success thing is going to carry you further? And I will say, I will say this: uh, I did marry a very hardworking person <laughs> that is very successful at what they do, and I'm not going to say like there are many reasons why I love my wife, but um, she pushed me to work a lot harder. I I do four podcasts. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, you know, who knows? I would probably not have any podcasts if it wasn't for, uh, my, yeah. my wife influencing me to work as hard as I do. Yeah. Really? Both these songs are about challenging the patriarchy yeah, in their em. own very eighties way. Yes. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like girls just want to have fun is doing it in a way that's up, like, all right, so I rewatched the music videos for both of these right before we recorded. Mm-hmm. She puts Lou Albano in the, in the arm lock. She sure does. But, like, my the thing about it is, Material Girl came on and I was like, yeah, I mean, I still like this. Mm-hmm. I put on Girls Just Want to Have Fun and immediately started smiling and didn't stop. <laughs> like, that's it. Like, as soon as the Cindy Lauper song comes on, especially like a really bubbly, upbeat one, like, I'll, I'll take this and, um, uh, man, I'll listen to the Goonies Are Good Enough. <laughs> and he, that's like maybe in my top five favorite songs. The period. Theme. <laughs> I love that Goonies song. I cannot even lie. I fucking love it. Um, but yeah, I love a lot of Cindy Lauper tunes, period. But yeah, I mean, listening to that song, I was immediately happy. And that's it. And you know what? You know, I can't say that about Material Girl. So in, in that way, Girls Just Want to Have Fun really takes it for I me really, because I am a much happier human being for having listened to it. For me, the best part of uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun is just that opening, like, the open gliss. And all of it, literally all of it, <laughs> Todd, all of it is like, because the thing is, like, that sets the tone. And then yeah. the whole song has that quality to it. Like, it's just, it's very carefree. It's oddly triumphant. Um, the, the music video is absolutely hilarious because Cindy Lauper, again, like, I don't like who is Madonna. I don't know. She seems, <laughs> she seems like a person that's really self-centered. And, and the thing is, if you are an artist that is seeking and finds and then clings on to mainstream success for many decades, your ego is enormous. That's just reality. Yeah. Um, Cindy Lauper, 
I think it is almost accidentally still famous or as close to that as it can be. Because the thing is, like, she's in, like, weird, like, drug commercials now. And, like... Well, she's uh, she's doing bang-up job on Broadway. Yeah, yeah. but that's a, a that's a very different animal. And, and yeah. I mean, she, she won a Tony. And she was the first woman to win a Tony in that category um, because she had done the all of the music for Kinky Boots. Right. And uh, no I, woman had ever done that before. And that's a pretty huge thing. Yes. But yeah, I mean, like if you look, it's ah, man, it's so interesting looking at Cindy Lauper's career because, you know, she was a musician. She did the wrestling stuff. She yeah. supposedly like dated Lou Albano. There's like weird. What? There's like weird stories about That's stuff. her father. I don't know. I don't. There's a weird. There's all kinds of weird stories about her and the wrestling scene. But like that was a thing she did. And then yeah. she tried to act. Uh, she, yeah. I I own the movie that she's oh, in. Oh right, was it, was it like a vampire movie or something like that? Or really? Like, no, was it an aliens movie? Some kind of weird no. horror movie, right? Oh, it is a movie wherein she is a psychic. She yeah. has a, a friend who died and didn't pass on, and mm-hmm. so her friend constantly like tells her things because the ghost is able to sort of see and understand things yeah. better. And she gets paired up with another psychic who can. She- who can touch things and know where they were and know their stories. And that is Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, that's right. I do remember this. I've never seen it. And they together are helping out a man who acts like he's down on his luck, but is actually just trying to track down something and make some money. Uh, And that man is played by Peter Falk. This is the weirdest sounding thing I've ever heard. And the movie is called Vibes. The movie is called Girls Just Want to Have Fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, I wish they did make a movie called that. Yeah, and it's got it's got Sarah Jessica Parker and Helen Hunt in it, doesn't it? Uh, yeah. If I'm not misremembering that one, yeah, and that's a pretty silly '80s girl movie. It is, um, but yeah, so like vibes. I was like basically the beginning and end of her acting career because she had a terrible time. She hated Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum was not very nice to her, supposedly. I'm making the most horrified face. I did not want to know that. I'm sorry. I wanted to believe Cindy Lauper and Jeff Goldblum were the best of friends. I also wish that it had been that had been true. It's crazy to me because people say it's really obvious that they don't have any chemistry, and yet I was so psyched to see them like not, you know, not to spoil like a 30-year-old movie, but you know. They yeah, like as soon as they're on screen together, I was like, "That's a couple, Goldblum and Lopper. That's gotta happen." Uh, and Wait, yes, it is a tra- he- it is a tragedy that they did not wind up together in real life because that sounds amazing to oh, me. Is it, isn't Goldblum like a f- two feet taller than her? So what? I mean, what everything yeah. about him is so weird. I mean, you know, yeah. he's uh, he's married now to a contortionist <laughs> because of course, who's like half his age. Everything about that sounds like Jeff Goldblum to me. It sounds like Cindy Lauper and Jeff Goldblum would make a great couple. This is what I'm saying. It's like such a tragedy. But Vibes is one yeah. of those movies that like was on TV a lot. Like you know, in my mind, I put it in the same category as The Golden Child. Is it a good oh. movie? No. Is it a movie that I really enjoy watching on a Sunday morning? Yes, absolutely, unquestionably. But is it a good movie? No, I think is the most important. But I would still say, like, if you've never seen it before, they they never yeah. put it on Blu-ray, which is a tragedy. But it is yeah. on DVD. <laughs> you can see, you can get it. Yeah, it's out there. Tragically, they never made Material Girl into a movie. But it, I mean, it's already it's, it's it's gentlemen prefer blondes with Marilyn yeah. Monroe. Yes, and certainly uh, Madonna has made many movies. How did those turn out? Mostly bad. Yes. Um, how yeah. many have you seen? All have you? There, are there any you haven't seen at this point? Just the ones she's making. Oh, gosh. But you did. You did a whole segment. You did a whole long series that I 
I helped you. I watched <laughs> some of those with you, including the, the very first film she ever did. Oh, right. Jesus, A Certain Sacrifice. You got me that for my birthday or something like that. Yeah, I tracked it down for you and we watched it and it was a nightmare. It was you, me, and I think I think Kyle. Right. I think the three of us watched that together, not to like wax poetical on <laughs> our on our sordid pasts, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, all right. So that's I don't know. See, you know, this is this is what happens when I think about Cindy Lauper. I think about <laughs> joy and happiness, and when I think about Madonna, I think of uh, you know, unfortunate tragedy. <laughs> Maybe I'm a more cynical person, but I, I I'm still gonna go with Material Girl here. And you know what? I watch Gentlemen Prefer Blondes, and it's basically like the same kind of cynical thing. Like yes. Being a gold digger is absolutely empowering in this horrible, miserable world. I mean, I'm not denying that that's, you know, I mean, like anybody, I mean, there are like websites yeah. where it's like a guy can say, hey, I've got a lot of money and then look at women and say, like, I'll take you out shopping. And like any woman that decides that they want to partake in that, I mean, like, right. I hope that it ends up being a safe endeavor, but like. <laughs> I don't begrudge anybody. I you know. begrudge no woman if she's like, if that guy's going to give me all of his money and buy me things I want, I'm taking yeah. it. Sorry. Like, I get it. Like, I don't, I'm not down. I am a cynical person, I suppose, in that way. So I'm not yeah. down on the, the the concept of the material girl. And in fact, my my flaw is that mm. Madonna, I mean, I get why she hates it so much, but like. Well, she, she said that she doesn't think of herself as like a materialistic person. It's like, yes, I have money and I appreciate the things I bought with it, but you know, I could, if if it was gone tomorrow, I wouldn't die. But yeah. she, I mean, she certainly thinks of herself as a spiritual person with her Kabbalah and her ray of light and her like a prayer and all that. Yeah, I, I honestly think she's kind of fooling herself. I guess. I mean, yeah, I don't really uh, like I when don't... I think of like what summarizes Madonna's appeal. Like, Material Girl isn't her best song, but I feel like that is like her song, like the song that sums her up the best. Yeah, and uh, and here's what I'll say. I mean, I don't know Madonna. That may not be true. Um, and I guess I don't know Cindy Lauper either. However, I will say that with some confidence that um, Girls Just Want to Have Fun also does kind of feel like what Cindy Lauper is about and always yeah. has been and always will be. You know, I mean, Jesus, she wrote a song called She Bop, which is about <laughs> masturbating. Like, how many women have written masturbation songs? Like... How many can you think of? That woman... Um, it's that and I touch myself. That's it. Yeah, that's... Yeah. So anyway, I just... I don't know. I just really like Cindy, Cindy Lauper. That's really what this boils down to, <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, do you have anything in the... In the in, yeah. Uh, you. I, I should have brought this up before we... Sh I should have shown this to you. Uh, Cindy Lauper re-recorded this song in, I think, like 1995. I remember this. Do you? It's, it's called Hey You, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And it sounds exactly like Ace of Base. It sounds like an Ace of Base version of Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Except there's like a little bit where it starts like, Hey you, what's the matter with you? Girls just want to have fun. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this now. And I, I just like, I have no idea why she would have recorded like that or released it. Like, ten, it was 10 years old. Like that, That's not old enough to have a revival. And it's... It sounded pretty bad. I'm not gonna lie. Like, well, I mean, here's the thing. I've listened to some covers of the song. We found the one that was like kind of like a like a early 2000s like indie white guy song. Oh uh, right, I, yeah, I, like I, the I Coldplay version of it. Uh, no, not... there was there was a different one that I, I that wasn't Coldplayish that I liked, and yeah. um, 
um, listening to Material Girl, I found one that was like kind of like new country kind of quality to it. Like I don't mm. know. Mm. I I did hear back in the day, Bare Naked Ladies do a pretty decent cover of Material Girl. Oh. I mean, it's it's funny I mean, you, because they're ca- not they're not girls. That, har har. That's Canadian. You can't count that. You can't count that. I'm just kidding. And in Canada. fact, I was talking to people, and one of them wrote to me, was like, even though Material Girl isn't a cover, all I can hear whenever I hear it is the Sesame Street version. Oh my gosh! Wait, what? I don't remember it. It was called Serial Girl. Oh my <laughs> god! I I love cereal. <laughs> well, it's about how much she loves cereal. And, they and, here, did, and here's another thing I'll say. Um, we, we talked about this last time. Um, yeah. There's, but there's no. Oh my gosh, there's no uh, Material Girl Weird Al parody. He never did that one. Did no. he ever do any Cindy Lauper songs? Well, yes, he did. In fact, uh, he. I'm sorry, I know this off the top of my head. He did a parody called "Girls Just Want to Have Lunch." Oh, that's right. But so once again, the Weird Al system holds true. The one that I like is the one that actually got. A full Weird Al song. But, you know, because I, I know my Weird Al, uh, he has, like, stated for the records, like, no, the the label made me do... I think he was, like, on the same label as Cyndi Lauper, and it was like, so it'll be great promotion. Do a cover, do a parody of this. And he just kind of, like, dragged himself through it, and he doesn't like that song at all. It's actually not very good co- parody. Oh. <laughs> so disappointing. I mean, I guess Girls Just Want to Have Lunch is not... <laughs> get it? well I mean does it really make any less sense than girls just wanting to have fun I mean they do want to have fun and they do want to have lunch so yeah I mean I uh, I do like lunch uh, I, I mean yeah I get it <laughs> that's fair haha <laughs> good joke no it was terrible <laughs> I think he like belched the solo or something like that oh uh, boy or it was like with like fart sounds or something like that no Oh, bless. <laughs> bless, bless. Everyone's bless got mess. a few duds in them, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Uh, all right. Well, how did the vote turn out? Uh, well, let me tell you this. Okay, please let, tell let, me. Let me ask you this. How, uh, how do you think it went? I genuinely don't know. I really could not even begin to fathom because, to me, they were both so big at the time. But yeah. I have never thought about how the average person who was not alive would relate or not relate to either of these songs. Well, you know, like, it's 2018 now. When I first heard, started hearing it, it was 1998. Madonna was still huge, Ray of Light and all that. And, uh, you know, Madonna, all, all of her songs yeah, are still in the, circulation. Yeah, she's the bigger name, so I guess if I had to guess, I would but, think you know, that he, she, she would she hasn't win. had a real hit in, uh, what, 2002, 2005-ish? So, like... I'm not sure how well these songs have traveled versus Girls Just Want to Have Fun, which is everywhere, which is why Girls Just Want to Have Fun absolutely murdered Madonna. Wow, really? Man, my streak (laughs) continues. I have not been wrong yet. Yeah, I have lost every single time. I'm a crusader for the unpopular, I guess. Unpopular. Yes, unpopular Madonna. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not so much a martyr on this one as I am for Vanilla Ice, I guess. But uh, yeah, Girls Just Want to Have Fun came in at 77% of the vote. Holy shit. Yeah, that's that's more than three girls out of four. really want to have fun. <laughs> they told you. Yeah, They're, I guess like that people aren't as cynical. I, I, material girl is of its time in it a way is. that I do girls feel just want to have fun is not. Girls just want to have fun. Uh, I mean, the instrumentation is certainly of a time, but the spirit of it is timeless. Yeah, versus the extremely materialistic '80s where every song is about making money or you know getting big. Big time, I'm on my way, I'm making it. 
it's not so that's much right, fuck now. Phil Collins, Peter Gabriel. <laughs> that's where it's at. But you you go back and like all these songs are about it and like I, I saw a thing on just like the greed of the eighties, the greed is good eighties, and it was way worse than I realized. Like it was all anyone fucking talked about. Like yes, yes, <laughs> I was I I lived through it. Yeah. Yes, like. The, even your televangelist would go out there and tell you, yes, you need to make money for yourself, and that's what God wants you to do. Spend all your time making money for yourself. Think how much more successful televangelists would have been if they got up there and said, God just wants you to have fun. <laughs> Man, there... I would have stuck by God if that, was what the, <laughs> if that was what was the joint. Like, if they were out there being like, hey... Just hang out with Lou Albano. Like, have him look through a keyhole. There's a guy there. He's in a tux for some reason. Everybody's just having a good time. These folks are making out. It's cool. Everybody's just in your room having a party. Like, that's what God wants. And I would be like, sold. Man, I'm religious for life. I'm a zealot. Matter of fact, now I think about it, girls just want to have fun is, in fact, pretty edgy because she's not out there trying to make that cash. Like for yeah. the time in 1984. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like in 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 a time in which uh, people tried to be actually edgy in some way, the song yeah. kind of just stated a very obvious <laughs> and basic truth that people like having fun and uh, girls are often not allowed to. Not to not to yeah. wax too philosophical about it. I will say. Think about growing up. Think about being a kid, right? Like, weren't weren't girls told, like, don't play video games. That's for dumb, immature boys. You're a mature girl, so you'll, like, wear a pretty-ass dress and, like, and act proper and be the more mature one. We expect girls to behave properly, and boys will be boys. To me, this song is is kind of rebellious in that way. Like, not to state a thing that's so obvious, I mean, but that's really, to me, that's all it's about. I mean... Yes, on one hand, but it's not like girls were like not having fun. I know, but I do think that that in the just in the very baseline, like we expect girls to grow up faster than boys. That's like our default understanding of how gender works. I mean, mm-hmm. like I hope we've gotten away from this to a degree, but having grown up uh, in the culture from 1980 onwards, like certainly American culture, the idea was always like. Girls are more mature, boys are are dumb, and being mature means you don't get to, like, play the video games and play with the toys and and have fun in that way. You're not supposed to, or you're supposed to grow out of it more quickly. To me, Cyndi Lauper, this is like a giant middle finger to that idea. (laughs) Whether she intended that or not, but everything about her seems that way. Like, wrestling, decidedly a thing for boys, and she was like... Certainly at the time. I don't think they had female wrestlers back then. uh, I mean, I think they had some, but it was, like, you know, it was pretty rare yeah. uh but yeah i mean like she was definitely gonna kick down the doors mm-hmm. and and yeah she would totally put somebody in a headlock she would definitely <laughs> throw somebody out of a ring like that to me is what makes cindy lopper yeah, I've, I've heard her do interviews. original she's like yeah that was fun for a little bit and then everyone started treating me like i was like this was like my job and i was like no i was <laughs> i was doing it for fun so, yes <laughs> anyway that's when i quit my opinion is um madonna is fine Everyone should endeavor to have more fun and all they right. should and they should all try to be more like Cindy Lauper. So I'm glad that that was the result. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I still prefer Material Girl, but yeah, it is absolutely not surprising to me at all that Cindy ran away with this one. All right, and that was Song versus Song. You ready for the next one? 
Uh, what, what, do you know what it is? Yes, I do. Oh my God. All right. I didn't know. I this is, <laughs> Sometimes I know, sometimes I don't. All right. What is it? I'm ready. It's going to be the BG staying alive and Gloria Gaynor's I Will Survive. <laughs> uh, my hands are on my head. I actually don't have an answer to this yet. You'll have to wait until the next episode and we'll see you then. <laughs> <laughs>